everyone. Welcome to the Bored and Bitchy Podcast, a place where we love to talk about all the mess that is 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Tell all part two. Yes, I'm Evie and I'm an LA girl who's currently living in London. Hi, everyone. I'm Kat, an LA slash California girl currently living in Arizona. And yes, you know, I've been waiting for this tell all. 90 days snuck in part of the tell-all like last week without any promotion. Now we've got the final scoop. And you know what? Actually, before I go on, let me give you the warning, which is we drop profanity from time to time. You've been warned. Yes. And I think this was a really good fucking episode. See, I'm already letting the F on slide. But yeah, I was excited about this episode. I'm frustrated. I'm not happy with (laughs) it. And I have a lot of feelings. But I was entertained. Yeah, me too. Well, you don't have any news, so let's get right into it, starting wait, with wait Kim. Wait and- Oh, I'm sorry. News. Oh, my, I, I, really, I was not paying attention then when you said <laughs> earlier you don't have news. Wow. No, you were paying attention, but the oh. news is that it is our birthday week. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> that, hey, that's news. That's that, front page news. <laughs> that is big news for us. Happy birthday week, Kat. We were just commiserating. Um, that we are inching our way closer to 40. It's quite ah! tragic. <laughs> I just want our listeners to know that we are older millennials if that hadn't sunk in. If there are any young <laughs> listeners are like, older millennials? Nah, bitches, you just old. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> yes, my, yeah, I know. my birthday was yesterday and yours is tomorrow. So happy early birthday to you. And happy belated birthday to you and happy birthday to all our Aries celebrating with us in Aries season. And for anyone who wasn't aware, by the way, we talk about ourselves. We are Aries fire signs, but you know what? We will start being self, stop being self-involved and we will move on while you're here, which is Wait, 90 days. the two girls who started a podcast <laughs> to hear their own voices are self-involved? Who would have thunk? I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> But sorry, I cut you off with my own thoughts. Please continue. <laughs> no, that was my only piece of news is that it was our birthday or it is our birthday week. But yes, let's get into the tell-all because, yeah, I have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of thoughts. A lot of things happen and a lot of things didn't happen that I wish would happen. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I hope it's not Kim's birthday because surprise, you got to look like a fool on international television. So. Kim and Usman, we kind of had a little bit of them during the part one of the tell-all. Now we've got them again. You know, Usman is back to basically defending himself because the last thing we saw was the reveal of his conversation with Zara. And he's talking about, I don't even talk to Zara anymore. Um, I don't believe that. I do not believe that for one second. What did you think about his tactic when Kimba first heard the news and being obviously very upset walking out in disappointment and embarrassment, instead of being like, babe, I'm sorry, let me explain. He's with a Kimba, Kimba, sit down, sit down. Like, <laughs> I just, where is she going? What's, could someone bring her back? Like, well, what did you think? Was that a good tactic? Um, No, <laughs> that is not a tactic I would go for. Let's not also forget that part of his tactic was to say, you know, like, how dare you? If I want to be with Zara, then easy. I could be with her. <laughs> Well, not only with Zara, he took this moment, well, when Kimberly sat back down to let us know, not only Zara, if I wanted to be with any woman, you know how many women want to be with me? I am the king of Africa, international superstar. Like, 
there are so many women that want to be with me that I could be hooking up with. And I chose to make you my assistant. And like, for some reason, this is supposed to give Kimberly some kind of comfort. See, that's big BGL energy right there talking about <laughs> I got 50 men's I got 50 women's in the continent of Africa. I mean, I honestly I felt bad for Kim. She had to leave the studio because she was distraught. She had to go get fresh air. I thought it was super sweet that Jamal went out to comfort her talking about don't mess up your makeup, mom. Like, don't cry. You know, that was just so sweet and relatable. But yeah, I don't know what Usman's like strategy was. He knew this was going to be aired. So you would think that he'd have come up with a strategy before coming to the tell-all? I guess uh, the only reason I think he doesn't have something worked up ahead of time is maybe Usman truly doesn't believe he did anything wrong because he's here talking about, well, we didn't have sex, like nothing happened. So we're just having a phone conversation. So what is the big deal? And so I guess he doesn't consider emotional cheating, cheating, or just lying or lying by omission, which I feel like are all fucked up, especially Mm -hmm. since Kimberly, like, damn near, not damn near, she threw a drink in your face over the Zara situation, like, just a few days before you called this woman. And like we said last week, Kimberly was, like, fresh out of, like, bag check and, like, a security clearance at the airport before you were over here on the phone flirting with Zara. So, sir, how can you think this was okay? Also, I'm not going to buy this whole, like, if I want to be with Zara, then easy. I could be with her, like, because I, because I'm coming back to this, because that is to assume then that Zara wants him and he's the one, like, keeping her at bay. Zara, girl, if you're out there, write to us, uh, com and let us know if you'd really take Usman back. Exactly, because when he said, if I wanted to be with Zara, I could be with Zara. And I'm sure Zara was at home being like, bitch, I broke up with you. That's what he- that's what you were calling me to be like, can I get that love we used to have? Well, I miss you. But no, honey, if Zara wanted to be with you, you would have be like, uh, Kimberly who? Spice Village assistant who? No, like, stay home, girl. Actually, you could still come. I need a grip and like a, a girlfriend assistant on the video shoot. But my girlfriend Zara will be here as well. You are welcome to be the president of the fan club. Maybe he's like, I meant another Zara, because after all, this song is about all the Zaras in the world. (laughs) All the Zaras in the world. Well, Ella actually jumped in to defend (laughs) Kim or like come to her comfort, I guess. Um, But this was after Kim had already like tried to put her in her place. And so as Ella's jumping in to defend her, Kim like cuts her off and shuts her down. And Ella doesn't fight back. I mean, I know that Ella said she's like a self-admitted people pleaser, but... Girl, speak up. This was so frustrating. And this is where I'm going to start to rail on Kimberly. Because while I agree that Kimberly had every right to be upset and, you know, have her moment. And while I appreciated the energy that she came in, like that messy, dramatic energy of trying (laughs) to call everybody out. My thing is literally call everybody out. Kimberly had so much anger, so much to say, so many opinions about all the women that she thought Mm -hmm. were doing people wrong. She had a lot to say about Jimena. She had a lot to say about Mm -hmm. Ella. She had so many thoughts. Mahogany. Uh, Mm -hmm. Where was your energy towards Gino, Uh, Mm -hmm. the pervert that leaked his fiance or girlfriend's private nude intimate photos? I didn't see any kind of like going off, any checking on that. Where was, I mean, she called Ben out a little bit, but when was, where was the real anger mm-hmm. towards Ben 
this like man that's like 30 something or whatever, almost 30 years older than yeah. Mahogany chasing her around. Mm-hmm. Where was the energy towards Mike and him being a grown ass man and deciding he wants to pay for everything when mm-hmm. a woman is saying to your face, she doesn't love you. So I'm like, Kimberly, mm-hmm. if you're going to come in hard, I love it. Bring in the drama, but don't just bring it for the women. So yeah. while I agree, Ella, Ella, I don't like Ella either, girl. I would have been going off on Ella either, Ella too. But I'm like, don't pick on Ella just because she's an easy target and she can't talk back to you. Don't pick on Jimena just because she can't speak English. Like, no, Kimberly, sit down, walk out again and then sit down outside. And like also acknowledge that you don't know the whole story, that you've been watching this in clips, just like the world has been watching your relationship in clips. And I'm going to also bring out that the only reason why she went after Ben is because she was being defensive because Ben came after her. Mm. I think she would have left Ben alone if he hadn't called her a, a predator. <laughs> like, and it wasn't even in a, in a endearing, like, oh, you're a cougar going. No, you are a predator. And Usman is a little gazelle. Uh, yes. And, you know, world according to Ben, no man <laughs> wants to be chased. Like, that is quite that is a, a bold faced lie, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on to Ella and Johnny because, you know, we were on the topic of Ella's speak up. And I have to say, I don't think she spoke up as much as she could have during this. And I think in part is because she didn't want to continue to be a target. She she had the audacity to, like, claim that she and Johnny are in a strong place. But, like, Johnny didn't seem to think so. <laughs> Johnny hasn't fully forgiven and forgotten her indiscretion. I mean, also, though, I think they were in a strong place before Johnny fully understood that she had some other Asian man, <laughs> specifically Asian man that she met on Asian man, white woman meetings, fly in specifically for a birthday and sleepover. Johnny was like, wait, come, like, come again? Like, what, what was that? And Ella's, Ella's defense was... Well, that's because people normally bail on my birthday or like people always bail. So like this was premeditated then like you knew people were going to bail. So you reached out to this man and you let him. I mean, I mean, come on. There's no sugarcoating this, Ella. You cannot look at this through like rose tinted glasses. It is what it is. This is so crazy because I wish John. I, 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 I wish Sean would have asked Ella's friend because Ella's friend did join us for a bit to share her side of the story. Wait, and you she know, did? Sean, yeah. I didn't see that part. What the hell? Yeah, Go definitely. Ahead. She was in and Sean was asking her like, do you think that Johnny will really make it out? It's the friend that we saw earlier in the season that she has like mm-hmm, short hair or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just the the one. And I wish Sean, while she did ask good questions about like, what do you think about the status of a relationship and will Johnny really show up or whatever. But Sean needed to ask her, like, um, where were you during Ella's birthday? Did you bail on her? Like, why why are none of her friends available <laughs> that she has to now run to this, like, Asian white woman site for companionship? <laughs> I know. Kim could have, if she was going to continue on this, like, hate train for women, could have then pointed to the, the friend and been like, where were you? Why were you not there for your girl? Because she did tell, like, Kim, or Kim did tell Ella point blank I have no respect for you she could have turned to the friend and been like I have no respect for you either oh man and then yeah I mean to get back to Ella and accountability it's like girl listen I get it especially like 21 early 20 mid 20 me Aries vibe my birthday was a big thing you know I feel like I'm a birthday month or I used to be like a birthday month type of girl like it's my birthday 
this is what we're celebrating. I want multiple celebrations. I want to be acknowledged. But I'm like, girl, you are like what she's in 30 now or in her early 30s. About to be 30. I think she's about to be 30. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, I get that you want to be celebrated. But one, I find it hard hard to believe that literally no one from your friends Mm -hmm. or family could find the time to hang out with you. And if that's true, you need new friends. Maybe maybe not on the day of, but somewhere around the nether region of your birthday, no one was available to hang out with you. And two, could you not have done like a Skype birthday with Johnny and gone, treated mm. yourself to like a spot or something? Like, I am worried that Ella, like this need for validation, because this is the second time that she's accidentally mm. fallen into somebody's arms because oh she did not have Johnny there. But she did tell us her love language is touch. So. And I get that. My love language is touched, too. Like, I, it would be hard to be in a long-distance oh, relationship. Oh, Chad's husband. You better be checking your uh, web searches and make sure you're not on Latina woman, <laughs> <laughs> Asian man site. God. Um, but, it's, <laughs> but, like, then Kim actually did make a good point. She's like, well, if that's the case, then why are you in a long-distance relationship? Mm. But you know what? At the end of it, I love how Ella looked at Sean like, bitch, how, who the hell told you about my birthday, Sean? Like, <laughs> how the hell did you know? These interns were working overtime, okay, because they got the intel on Gino and the cowboy hat emoji slipping into people's DMs talking about are you Sicilian and like fucking <laughs> being all pervy. They knew somehow about Ella's birthday plans. Like how do they know what's going on on this white lady Asian man's site? Like the streets are talking. They're talking yeah. to the TLC interns. They did what they needed to do for this tell-all because I loved uh, Sean pulling out the receipts. I mean, nobody gets intel like these TLC interns. That's what it seems like. But speaking of the cowboy <laughs> wearing emoji, Sander, uh, Gino, we, we went back to them for just a little bit. And what wasn't revealed to the cast in the first part of the tell-all was the whole text message scandal that like Gino sent these topless pictures of Jasmine. And again, Gino had the nerve to say they weren't nudes. Mm, Sir, take off that hat. <laughs> Tell me that isn't a nude for you. Like if Jasmine felt some type of way, then whether or not you classify them as nudes, you are still an offender and she is still a victim. And stop trying to make yourself look better or feel better on a technicality because it's not a full body nude. It's not a nude. Sir, her nipples are exposed. Her breasts are exposed. It's a nude. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is a violation. It's illegal in a lot of parts of America to send that. So you're lucky your ass did that, you know, to someone in Panama, I guess, because you can't press charges. And I mean, Gino loves a technicality like that's what he he lives by because he was also trying to defend himself against this, like sending a text message to someone being like, well, technically, I didn't reach out. She reached out first, even though we have no proof or receipts of that. Yeah. And again, why are you going around deleting all these messages? Because (laughs) there's two occasions now where supposedly like Ben's friend reached out to him first, but for some reason he deleted that conversation. So, you know, we have no proof on his side. And then Jasmine is telling us that he sent it on three different, three different Mm. pictures of her on three different occasions when Gino is trying to claim that he accidentally just did a like select all kind of situation where he accidentally selected a bunch of nudes And then didn't realize and then sent him, sir, we are not buying it. Okay, Mm -hmm. I am not buying that you accidentally sent these nudes. No, it's just so unbelievable. And then you, for some reason, deleted the evidence of that. Why are you going around (laughs) deleting all your, what are you hiding? 
mean, honestly, I, I gave him credit because that was a plausible situation. He was like, let me think of like an excuse that's actually plausible. So, yeah, I could see how he may have accidentally sent this. But then Jasmine is like, you accidentally sent my photos three times, at, like each one hmm. separately, sir, sir. And Gino, this is just disgusting. Like, I get what you're trying to prove. You've moved on with a hot girlfriend but two things one you don't need to prove it just move on with your life and two why does proving it need to include a topless photo just be like here is her beautiful face i am so lucky and exactly. a story like you could have literally sent a picture of jasmine in like a dress and people could tell that she's hot we don't need to exactly. see all the intimate areas exactly she's way out of your league um and you sir are no gentleman like i can't even argue well he has a good personality because clearly he doesn't and I also want to take this moment to also check Jasmine because Jasmine was going like back and forth for me. Like some moments I was like, yes, queen, like you're feeling it <laughs> that you're jumping in. And then other moments, again, when she was like attacking Jimena or just differences or attacking Ben's friend. Where is that energy for Gino? Like you're mm-hmm. over here attacking this woman and trying to accuse her of being dramatic and jealous and apparently she's deleting Gino's original message mm-hmm. to somehow show or her original message to make it seem like Gino reached out to her like why have you looked at Gino like no it, it just again she was going really hard against a lot of the women where I'm like where is that energy for Gino because same as Kimberly Kimberly had a lot to say about everybody else but you didn't seem that angry at Usman. You were, like, disappointed and embarrassed. Go off on Usman. Like, she was like, what am I supposed to do? Like, he's done it. What am I supposed to do? Go break up with him. Literally yes. break up with him. Yes. Move on. Yes. You're over here, like, reveling in the fact that you are so-and-so's girlfriend. But that's not really something to marvel at right now. Okay, but speaking of checking people, let's check Ben. Because Ben is coming through with this holier-than-thou shit. <laughs> and it's like, sir, have you not looked in the mirror? First, he has the audacity to advise Gino to get couples counseling, which like, okay, you know what, to some degree, valid, like, that's not the healthiest relationship. But sir, you are no one to tell someone else that they have issues to resolve. He's a former pastor, and he would counsel couples. He did like to say, like, I mean, I guess I should have done a little more counseling in my relationship, because we ended up breaking up. But that's here, nor there. He also tried to cancel Kim on her relationship with Usman. And Kim was just looking at him like, (laughs) if my face isn't telling you to shut up, I don't know what will. I mean, once again, this is where I was like, Kim, I'm pissed off at you. But yes, queen, when she was like, Ben, you over here having a lot of opinions when your relationship is the worst one. And I was like, say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And even after the tell all, after however many countless hours of filming, he still his final conclusion, his final thought as he's walking out was like the male cast members this season are weak. You know, I mean, yes, maybe we should all be like you chasing young women in foreign countries to the point where they have to call the police or tell the producers, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, Ben's final conclusion, the thesis uh, that he's come away with from this whole season is not that people should like listen to the red flags or maybe take more time to invest and get to know people that are more closely in their age range and similar lifestyles. Like, no, his conclusion is that 
the men should be predators and the women <laughs> should be prey. And the problem with this season and cast is that the men were not the predators, except for him, because he was literally chasing Mahogany around. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are some people that are out there like if Mahogany hates him so much or she's so not into him, why did she give him a chance? And I will say, like, honestly, while I don't think that she needed to go meet him, like she could have just avoided him altogether. I'm sure there was a sense of like, let me just be f- nice to this guy because he won't leave me alone. And then I'll distance myself. Like, I've definitely been in a situation where I've said I had a boyfriend when I did it. or I've given out the wrong number because someone will not take no, I'm not interested for an answer. And I mean, I don't feel like we're team mahogany. Like, I don't think we're team no. anyone. I think we're like no. team Hamza, maybe. Like, yes, yes. Team <laughs> Hamza and team Memphis because she was smart enough to like show up, look exceptional, just slay with the looks, say like two words and then be like, I don't feel well, I'm leaving. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel well. So my, my hot man's going to stay behind and just share his insightful <laughs> wisdom. You know what? Her move should have been, she would have been like, I'm not feeling well, but in my place, I'm leaving Hamza and Hamadi, who will speak through me. Yes, but instead we had Ed behind the scenes. Thank you, Ed. (laughs) But yeah, I'm like, we're not team mahogany at all, I believe. I mean, at least I know I'm not. I don't agree with 90% of the stuff that mahogany does either. It like, Mm -hmm. this is some weird game she's playing too, because you have like expressed that you don't trust Ben. You don't actually really like him. He's kind of creepy. Like you've pointed out all these things and yet still like, why did you meet up with back up with him? And why are you kissing him? And why are you on this tell? Like, it's all very confusing, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I just, I don't, I don't understand this couple at all. It's like, I, I don't understand like what Ben is chasing and what mahogany is actually giving. It's very confusing. Ben is chasing a young, attractive woman that has presented herself as being religious. So she checks all the boxes for him. And that's what it is because he could, I'm sure he could find another person who shares the same religious beliefs at him as him. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. <laughs> but she may not be as young as he wants them. Like he wants to be that older stud sowing his wild oats that he wasn't able to before because he basically went right into marriage due to his religious beliefs. I mean, like to your point, why the meetup, right? If Mahogany was able to avoid him, then why did she decide to see him or respond to him two days after he arrived? Why did he go back to Peru? We're talking about like, I... I have some things to are questions that need answers. What questions, sir? I think you've gotten everything you've needed to get. Move on. Yeah, literally none of it makes sense. I think Mahogany is trolling us because she started the tell all by only speaking in Spanish. And she was like, fuck y'all. I don't care if you don't understand. <laughs> you need a translator. And then later she sw- switched back to her like perfect English and Again, like none of her motivations make sense, but none of Ben's make sense whatsoever. So I agree with Kimberly. Y'all are the worst couple. Because at least with mm-hmm. the other couples, at least on one of the like on at least for one of the partners, you see that there's some kind of like real emotion or connection. Not that Ben is not really into mahogany. It just I it I don't even know how this like flourished because none of it makes sense with the interactions. It's so hot and cold. Like can you imagine the way they left off and then you're still going to fly back through and chase this person down who's like not responding to you. But then you spot her on the beach and you're like, hey, I'm here. And so she's like, all right, I'll agree to see you. And now we're kissing and we're back together and we're going to be married in a year. What are you talking about? 
It's so fucking weird. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I just happened to see her on, on the beach. and But I arranged a, a restaurant meetup with her. And she never showed up. And, like, and I guess he told Mahogany that he was there to see her. And he wasn't filming. But clearly he was documenting this and <laughs> shared the footage freely with TLC. I don't understand any of this. I get his friend's confusion. I think her name is Jessica. You know, she's Ben's friend. So I can understand why she wants to kind of get at mahogany but i don't appreciate her approach of basically slut shaming her right mahogany's like i didn't want to face time with him or video chat with him because i was too shy and the friend's point it was like well you don't seem shy on social media because you're in your bikini and whatnot it's like you remember being young girl come on like don't do that to her that's not cool yeah and like i agree with you like i actually thought the friend had a lot of valid points she was coming from a place of defending her friend at the beginning I think a lot of the questions that she asked Mahogany are valid like they make sense like why are you still talking to him if you don't like like there are a lot of things that literally don't make sense my Mm -hmm. thing is how do you how are you okay with yourself when you're clearly much older than Mahogany like she looks great his friend but I'm guessing she's like in her mid to late 30s at least oh I was gonna say older I was gonna say like late 40s oh damn wow okay sorry Ben's friend well no just because because she seems to be more established in life but go on either way she's got to have at least 15 years on Mahogany and while I have the same questions for Mahogany like I wouldn't go on a show and start yelling at like a 22 year old to be like, well, why are you showing your ass? And why are you uh, asking my friend for a thousand dollars? A bigger question is why is your friend giving a 22 year old a thousand dollars? You know, like why is your friend communicating with a 22 year old that is just posting about a bunch of like filtered pictures? Like you could have asked real questions of mahogany without being so rude and to like be considerate of the fact that she is a young lady. So I'm going to give her some grace to be like, I don't understand you. I think you're kind of lying and playing my friend. But you know what? My friend's a grown adult. So I'm going to go after him because he's the one that should have more sense. I don't know. what Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? The only time that she decided to go after Ben was when she found out that Ben said she can be dramatic. <laughs> and and this took on a life of its own. <laughs> and I was like, maybe Ben has a point because this is turned <laughs> into some real drama. <laughs> I love that she was like, dramatic? Dramatic? Me dramatic? Oh, I will show you dramatic. And then did like a full flip where it was like, all right, girl. Well, if we didn't think you were dramatic before, we think all think you're dramatic now. And I seriously think that that was the longer, uh, longer piece because it did seem heavily edited. But there was enough there for them, for the producers to make it seem clearly that she does like drama. <laughs> Definitely likes drama and obviously does like drama because she didn't need to tell anybody that Gino sent that sad little, you know, pickup line message that she immediately shut down and said she was like, um, excuse me, right? No, Ryan, I've got a little piece of intel you might like for the tell-all. Exactly. That was my thought, too. Like, how did... how did she know to send this and to, to send it to who, you know? So she was stirring the pot. Someone who didn't stir the pot was Memphis and uh, Usman because I'm oh, sorry, not Hamza. My bad, Hamza. Because Memphis was six. I was going to ask you actually if you had gotten any news as to whether or not Memphis was okay. Well, clearly I didn't. I no. didn't look up anything. <laughs> I will make it my mission to look and see if she posted about what happened. But she's already had the baby at that point. Because at mm-hmm. first I was thinking. 
oh, maybe, you know, she's pregnant. She's not feeling well. That makes sense. But she's actually already given birth at that point. So I, I'm not sure. And do you have any news on whether or not they had a, oh, not whether or not, whether they had a boy or a girl? Girl, I told you I don't have no news. All right. Clearly, All right. I'm well, not on top of it. <laughs> well, let's stick to what we know. Hamza missed the birth of his child, which is really sad, um, and met the child when they were already five weeks old. So at least at least Hamza is still there while the baby is pretty new. I mean, five weeks is a lot of parenting to do on your own and to miss out on. But, you know, you still have a whole childhood to spend with your child ahead of you. I was really hoping we'd get a cameo of the baby. Me too. I, I was hoping we'd get a cameo of the baby and we'd get a little time with like the sister and the mom or at least the translator. But I, maybe they did record and that. And his crew. Yeah, maybe they did record that and they just edited it all out. But yeah, I feel like we got very minimal. Maybe that's why Memphis was like, you know what, I'm not getting any kind of shine on this till I'm out. I don't need to spend my time here. <laughs> maybe. Um, and I appreciate that Hamza, even with the language barrier, decided to chime in because I think he's maybe the youngest male cast member. Um, but he seems to have more logic than the other men. Yeah, he seems wise for his years. Um, and I think he's definitely doing a lot of thinking, a lot of listening. And you know what? He's giving advice, but in a non-judgmental way, which, like, obviously I would be a lot more open to. Because if he would have come out, come out with his advice, guns blazing the way Kimberly and Ben would, <laughs> then people would be like, uh, your wife talks to you like a toddler, all right? Like, you guys need to figure your own situation out. But no, because he came at it with, like, some empathy being very sincere, very calm. People were just like, oh, Hamza, once again, with the wisdom. You know, like no one had anything bad to say about Hamza. Mm -hmm, exactly. And the last thing we learned from him is that, like, you know, he's still getting settled in the U.S., but he hopes to be able to bring his mom over at some point, which even if it's just for a visit, God, I hope so, so that she can meet her grandchild. I really hope so, too. And sorry, while you were speaking, I was trying to do some quick on-the-spot research it doesn't look like memphis has fully revealed why she left mm -hmm. early there's a lot of theories going on online by fans that are hypothesizing what could have been but some people have said that she's like mentioned based on what she said how she was feeling and things that she's mentioned in previous posts it sounds like she suffers from really bad migraines and so people mm -hmm. were saying if anyone has like debilitating migraines you understand that like you cannot be somewhere that's like super bright lit and mm -hmm. it, it would just probably was too much for her. But who knows? She has not confirmed either way. I mean, I could have sworn she's a, she mentioned something about the lights as she was leaving. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. Well, moving on to Mike and Jimena. Speaking of audacity, Sean had the audacity to say that Jimena broke up with Mike suddenly. And I'm like, suddenly? Girl, we saw this coming from a mile away. This wasn't <laughs> sudden. I mean, maybe sudden for him. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but much to Mike's joy, they're back together now or whatever, whatever being back together means for them. <laughs> I mean, while we all thought in Tell All Part One that maybe Jimena didn't understand the question, uh, she did confirm at the beginning of the of this like conversation in part two that they were back together. But it seemed kind of like very much in a trial basis like we're going to go to Cartagena we're going to see if Mike has worked on himself his hygiene is better and we'll think about it but it, it seemed very iffy even though Mike was trying to make it sound like they're set I think for Mike that is set 
just the fact that he has an invitation to go back into the home that he's paying for that that is i think that's everything that he could have wished for <laughs> hoped for um but i mean you know he may not i'm not gonna fault her for this she's honest with us she's like admitting that she's not in love with him and he on the other hand is acting embarrassed like it's really news to him yeah and i don't know why because Jimena told Jasmine very nonchalantly, like, I don't love him. And he knows that. Like, I've said that to him. So yes, we've seen it. (laughs) Yeah. So I to me, uh, I was really this segment really upset me the most because Sean had all kinds of fun little receipts and behind the scenes information to call everybody out. But nowhere in this conversation do we bring up the fact that Mike met Jimena on a camming site, that he offered to support her. None of that was brought up. It was all, let's make Mike the victim. And Jimena is like this horrible person. And literally everyone was on the same wavelength. So I don't blame the cast as much because like you said, I don't know if they've like fully seen the the whole season like we have, but I was very disappointed that the producers and Sean didn't ask any questions of Mike to give him any mm-hmm. accountability because Jimena is not some like mastermind. She's been very open. She tried to dump him. She told him to stop supporting her. And yet we see that he calls her right back to be like, no, I want to keep paying everything. So how, how is he the victim? I, I, I know it really upset me. It really upset me. And I'm trying to like, I guess, think of it objectively, like maybe the cast hasn't seen as much as we have. I mean, they haven't. I know that. They haven't seen all the episodes the way we have. But from what they have seen, they're only taking away that he's a good person because he's financially supporting her and her family. But that doesn't make someone a good person necessarily. Like, those are mutually exclusive things. I could give someone money and then turn around and be a horrible person. You know, like it doesn't, it's not one and the same, but they're equating it as he's a good person because of that. And also, like, what they are seeing is that Jimena's not giving him super strong vibes so he's the one we saw that early on in the season I'm sure they've seen at least half of it already he's the one that's like hanging on like a little puppy dog he's doing this to himself yeah exactly and I think that Mike enjoys playing this nice guy victim situation like he's definitely milking the attention I think it benefits TLC because we've heard that he's most likely going to be on a season of the single life or maybe or possibly just continue, you know, being filmed with Jimena. So I think on their end, it works for him to be shown as like this sweet, nice guy. And he's just a good guy where it's like, no, that's not Mm -hmm. what we've seen. Again, no Mm -hmm. one is saying that Jimena is is a wonderful, you know, woman who's doing a great thing, but she hasn't been lying. That's one thing she hasn't done. Mm -hmm. And if he decides to continue with this relationship, he's doing it with full knowledge so I don't feel bad for him exactly and she doesn't owe him anything if he's choosing to financially support her that's on him she's not over here like I love you like I think at this point she's being honest sure she may have kept up the roost for a little bit in the beginning but she doesn't owe him anything and it really upset me when one of the things that Kim was saying kind of behind the scenes to attack Jimena was well she didn't even let him say goodbye to her kids those are her kids Kim you are a mom you should know this but then again, she did pull Jamal into a lot more than he wanted to be pulled to into. Kim's the mom that like FaceTime Jamal. It was about to FaceTime Jamal to let her uh, let Jamal know that Usman wasn't giving her the yam. So that's what she feels. How kids should be pulled into the situation. Oh my God! Well, pulled into this situation was Nelsie and John 
Mike's friends. And Nelsie looked absolutely beautiful, loving the dress, the makeup, the hair was all nice. And I thought John was dressed nicely, his outfit matched. Yeah, they looked great. I mean, the friend definitely had a shirt that like highlighted like that, like pink lipstick pout uh, tattoo on his neck. Yeah, (laughs) everyone looked great. I mean, I didn't say that he was. Anyway, what didn't look good was that Mike is over here groveling with Jimena by the end of the clip to stay in this relationship. And he's like, he recognizes that it's on such thin ice that he's basically telling Nelsie to shut up because he thinks that Nelsie saying something will be the end of their relationship. In a good relationship, you two can overcome someone who, you know, is saying things about you. Yeah, and again, like I get what Nelsie, where Nelsie and the friend, what's is it John? I John. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get where they're coming from because they're, you know, they're gonna side with their friend. I wouldn't be feeling this situation for my friend either. Again, I just wish they would not go so hard on Jimena and put some of the onus on Mike. Like, why are you continuing to be in this when she is so clearly not into you? But the one thing. John did that a little bit, but go ahead. Sorry. The one thing. Yeah. The one thing that I did like that John did as well is he asked Jimena, would you like your sons, like you're a mother, you have two boys. Would you want your boys in the future to be in this type of relationship, to be treated the way you're treating Mike. And she was like, no, never. So I'm like, Jimena. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't a red flag to Mike. Instead, Mike, I don't know if you caught this, he was practically in a fetal position in his chair, oh. like rocking back and forth, you know, all hunkered down, like in a fetal position. And I think the richest things the comment I'm going to close on after all of this, you know, the cast is like, well, we hope it works out. We hope that she really pulls it together. And Jasmine straight up said, I hope that a miracle will happen that will make him and fall in love with him. <laughs> it's not happening, though. I mean, the one miracle that might happen is after being attacked so badly by Nelsie and the rest of the cast Jimena, um, once the show wrapped up and we see that Mike calls her, video calls her, she's like now has like this new zeal for the relationship where she's going to stay with Mike to prove everybody wrong. She's like, we're going to get married and we're going to show them that they were wrong. I'm like, girl, that is not a reason to marry this man. It's not healthy at all, actually. Well, since we're on Jimena, I'm actually going to give her my appreciation ring. Not for the entire, like, season just for the tell-all because honestly while I don't necessarily agree with her hustle she's an honest person like she's being upfront about this she's not trying to deceive him and if Mike is the one falling into this trap that he's kind of made for himself that's on him that is on him and I agree with you and I think you would definitely give Jimena an appreciation ring if you saw some of the cameos that Mike has done some people have been gracious enough to post the cameos that Mike has created for them on like Reddit and like different places so that we can see them. And in one of them, Mike is literally like mid, you know, because cameos, it's like what, like 30, 40 seconds of someone just being like, hey, Kat, thanks for, you know, happy birthday, whatever, Mm -hmm. your husband got you this, whatever. He's literally in the middle of giving some kind of like advice. I guess someone just booked him to like, just say wise words. I don't know why you would book Mike for that. I don't, yeah. Oh, all just not well thought out. But Mike is literally in the middle of talking, holding his phone, and like a snot, like like a drizzle of snot, literally just like pours out of his nose, and he doesn't even oh. like flinch. He just like 
just snot falling out of like his he throat. doesn't even like try to sniff it back up no or like wipe his nose or nose. he just like plops out and he's just like keeps talking like it's normal and i'm like i believe humana just as i for believe humana <laughs> i believe humana I, like I, I didn't yeah no i don't think this man is taking care of himself and if on the first time that we are meeting you are farting and burping at the dinner table while we're trying to hook up nah bro i don't care what anybody on that tall was saying like oh how can you be with someone if those are humanly body things that we all do the first time you're meeting stop it exactly what's gonna happen when he's comfortable and i didn't want to believe that there were skid marks in his underwear <laughs> but like you made it very clear that there were like i missed the proof what does that say like you're you're just meeting someone you know you're about to be intimate with someone for the first time and you can't take the time to properly wash your ass like nah dog <laughs> no <laughs> no it's Ugh. no no on that disgusting note <laughs> <laughs> thanks all for tuning in wait i didn't get so. appreciation ring oh my bad i thought you did go ahead i thought it was also for jimena go ahead oh no i was just saying yes i agree that she should get one um my appreciation ring is gonna go to the chaotic energy that is jasmine like i said she very much the kimberly came in with an agenda guns blazing she gave us a look she gave us tears she yelled at people she stood up for people like it she just had her hands in every single pot she was asking follow-up questions i think she has secured her space in a future season of pillow talk mm-hmm. i watch it and again i'm not a jasmine fan don't agree with everything she does but she gave us a lot in this tell-all and in this season and for that i appreciate her i agree you and i have mentioned that like liking someone in real life versus liking someone on TV are not the same. In, in fact, many times it's quite the opposite. Um, but thank you for not letting us in on the disgusting note that I thought we were going to end on. <laughs> so to our listeners, thanks for tuning in. We're excited that the next time we come back, which is in a week, it'll be with the latest uh, season of 90 day. And this is the 90 days, right? Not before the 90, like the yeah, 90 this days. Is just 90 day mm-hmm. fiance. And we have Ariella and Binium's in America. Yeah, I'm excited. Wait, is Michael? No, Michael's not here yet, huh? No. Well, I mean, he might be, but he's not on this upcoming right, right, season. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let me know when it's plane lands. I'll be there with a welcome sign. <laughs> um, <laughs> to our listeners, be sure to give us five stars on the app and a glowing review, please. At the very least, just wish us a happy birthday. You know, we're Aries. If you're an Aries, let us know you are one too. Yes, absolutely. I'm like, before a review, definitely a birthday <laughs> wish. That would be amazing. Five stars. Follow me on Instagram at Bored and Bitchy. That's Bored, Letter and Bitchy. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bitchy. Bitchy. Sorry. (laughs) Bored and bitchy.